Facebook wants to bring a more social element to virtual reality. What does that mean and what does it look like? I'm Roger Chang and this is your Daily Charge. Here to bring us into this weird VR world is our resident cutting edge expert, Scott Stein. So uh, Facebook's Oculus unit, which is their, their VR business, had an announcement today. What exactly did they share? Well, uh, avatars and basically your social avatars, uh, which are, you know, like your kind of cartoon character, like in a video game, um, those on Oculus are getting uh, a significant revamp and they're coming to like a couple of apps right now where they flip the switch and, and are making those uh, available and they'll eventually come to, I think, a lot more. Yeah. Talk about that. Why should we care about these upgraded avatars? Well, I think if it's put into that video game slash metaverse perspective, I think it matters a lot. Uh, Facebook uh, and and social are certainly well interlinked, um, you know, and the thing about like social media when it comes to VR is not really quite as much of a thing. But Facebook's interest in VR over all these years has, has inevitably involved that. And I think that that's what we're going to start seeing this year is Facebook making a bigger push into social and what to do with it now that more people uh, seem to be getting the Oculus Quest 2. I mean, it's not like a Nintendo Switch level, according to them, but it's I think it's a significantly uh, larger uptick. So plus so Facebook is going to be launching its own social world, uh, possibly sometime this year. Yeah, there's something called Facebook Horizon. Talk a little bit about what that actually entails. Yeah, so I demoed this last year and the year before. Uh, that's how long they've been working on it. Horizon is this big world that's not unlike other big worlds um, that, that are social in VR. If you view something like Microsoft's Altspace VR, or if you've used Rec Room or VR Chat, uh, if you haven't used those, think Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft, you know, big social worlds where you can create stuff and you could also have many games and experiences that you could do. And I think for Facebook, that would be a place where they could have events. That's a place where they could have theater experiences, um, you know, even types of like work related or, or, or casual get togethers. Microsoft's alt space is already being used for a lot of those types of things. Um, and I think for Facebook, that's going to matter a lot. They've been extremely closed off with it so far. It's been in a private beta for a long time. I haven't had access to it outside of those closed demos. And um, with these avatars, it sounds like that that could be the next shoe dropping, maybe a public beta sometime uh, this year. And I know you've only had, you know, short sessions with it. And, and I imagine fairly scripted or very on point. But I'm curious if you can just give an impression of like what it's like to use it, what it's like to interact with people virtually. And if you can imagine yourself spending extended time in this experience, which is what I imagine is what they want. Well, it was fun. Uh, I mean, I think it was the demo was designed to be fun. There was like a, you know, kind of a balloon uh, fight, you know, laser tag paintball type battle. There was um, an escape room like place where uh, a colleague of mine, uh, was Joan Salzman, was, um, was, you know, we were both solving puzzles in this world together with a, with a live host person helping us out. And, um, you know, it was kind of stuff like that. I think what's interesting about, and also we created things. So we, we had this, you know, ways we could build sculptures and make ourselves big and small. And I think what's interesting is not just that fun stuff, but there are some kind of reporting tools, which, you know, I think will, will be, it'll be tough to stick the landing on, you know, things where you could lift up your wrist 
and report somebody who's not behaving properly, kind of flag them. I think social online behavior, that, that's, a, that's a major uh, concern across all platforms. And I, you know, I think how Facebook figures that out will be a big question. I think it's probably part of the reason why it's been a very cautious buildup is to think about not just the content, but how they, they're able to really handle that at scale. So, uh, you know, it, it's cartoony. Again, I think like, think, think Roblox and that type of stuff in VR and not much different than the others, but it would be Facebook's. And I think it, it could carry over eventually outside of VR. Yeah. I mean, you, you bring up the, the notion of these, the negative elements, the trolls, like how long before this platform gets ruined? Because seemingly every platform that launches, you know, there's, there's that sort of that peak where, you know, there's interest and people want to jump on. And then it, there's like this downhill slide where like the trolls join and then it becomes a terrible toxic place. And that seems to be like the story arc for every single platform. So I, I imagine Facebook is, is, uber cautious are trying their best to, to head that off. Yeah, VR is kind of like the early internet right now where it's kind of like a, a, a little more of a sacred space that not many people go to. Yep. That's going to change a lot as more people get in there. And, um, you know, I think with that comes obviously all sorts of other stuff. So I think that's, that, that's kind of what we're looking at for VR and AR probably over the next five years. And it, assuming it takes off, which it seems like it's slowly building up, um, but again, like for Facebook, I think it's also them kind of rebooting and reinventing avatars and interaction that I think will carry over to the rest of their platform. Um, you can customize these characters a lot. I mean, it's like Nintendo, you know, the Miis or, you know, any other thing. Not no non-human forms, though, notably, like they, they mentioned that it's it's all human based. And I, I think that that's uh, they claim for for ease of interact, uh, plugging it into apps. But I think it's it's a little interesting, and people might want to be something that's not traditionally human. Yeah, I'm just just generally I'm taking a step back from this. Like I understand why Facebook would want to develop this and push this. It seems like a natural evolution of their, you know, their social network. But uh, given all of the baggage that Facebook has, do you think this is something that actually interests people? Are willing? Are people actually willing to take a chance on this? Uh, given, you know, the the mixed, we'll just say mixed reputation that Facebook has when it comes to, you know, dealing with our information and 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 hosting a platform that actually is, uh, you know, free from trolls' negativity. That's a great question. I think it's generational too. Like something mm. in my in my gut instinct feels like it's generational because when I think about like you know, there's a lot of talk lately about how kids and 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 a lot of people. Are, are getting into, you know, obviously the, the Roblox is the Fortnite's the Minecraft's, which are all over my house. Um, you know, my, my kids are too young for social media, but like, there's a lot of, a lot of thought about like, will the social media that we know really be there, um, in the future? Is it kind of being rebooted now? Um, you know, I think about the, the Minecraft's and Roblox as being the new social media. Maybe Facebook is, is, is basically building towards that where it's like, you know, the future for, for like a new generation is not going to be what Facebook currently looks like. And it's trying to kind of do an end around. So for, for, I think for people who might be saying, I don't know if I want to be using this, it may not be aimed really at them going down the road. Right. It might be, I think it's aimed at like where Facebook's future can, where it can have a future. And it is, you know, and it also, I think kind of like puts a happy face on a lot of stuff that, you know, then you, you know, you don't like the VR area is not where you think about 
uh, misinformation and and things like that. You know, they feel pretty different at the moment, but they're but they're bl- but they're bound to kind of blend. Right, right. There's not exactly news feeds. It's it's a different a different experience altogether. The VR in general has had its ups and downs, right? It was hyped as this next generation, you know, groundbreaking technology. Then the the hype kind of died out, and then people called it dead. Now it's it's sort of come back in a way. I know last year the Oculus Quest headset was a fairly popular product. Uh, are are there people who? I mean, is is VR at a point where it can actually support? these kinds of interactions or, or a social network of some sort where th- there are enough people with the right hardware to actually access this stuff? I don't know. Who like, <laughs> I guess we'll see. Who knows? I think it's going to be hard. I think VR for this year for Oculus and Facebook, it's like the growing pains where they're trying to have it do more. There's a lot of talk uh, speaking with them at South by Southwest and throughout the year. There's talk about they're opening up some work tools and trying to make it a place you can do work. They're working on things like social. They're working on things like like fitness. Uh, it's already a game console, and I think that it's having its most success. At people who are buying it, a lot of people who I know for kids, even though it's not designed for kids, um, as a game console, and their their game showcases are focusing on that. But they're trying to sort of balloon out from there. I think it's you know I think for multiplayer games, sure. Will it be a place you'd want to have meetings? There are totally a lot of meeting apps in VR already, but I think it is like a challenge of how flexible can this hook in the rest of your devices? How much do you want Facebook as that layer over everything? Um, which I think for a lot of people, the answer would be no, but um, but I think that for others, the convenience might be there. Um, so it's a very good question. I, th- I think that Facebook's trying to work it out. I think they'll need to keep changing some of the ways that you hook in and connect and, and the openness of the platform, especially as they don't have any competitors right now, really in that space. Uh, others have backed out, but I think there will be ones entering the space um, competing with the Quest, and that will sort of maybe make them think about it more. And I mean, you might have already answered this, but the the future of VR social interactions, what does it look like or what do you want to see out of that? I really want it to be flexible like we were just talking just before this thing about airpods and it's like um i always make that headphone analogy i I want it to be something that's optional because inevitably like in the same way that some people are going to have headphones on or off some people are going to have be on their phone or their laptop or anything like the, the platforms that are thinking about that are the smartest because um the idea that everyone's going to put on a vr headset is totally impossible so I think that the social interactions have to blend like people with cameras and people without cameras. And we're already seeing like Clubhouse Explore, you know, and other things that are audio based and there's text based. It's like a, like a kaleidoscope. And so I think that the future of social interactions has to feel kaleidoscopic, um, which sounds a little weird, but like makes sense. I think that's the way it has to be. So some people will be cartoons, some people will be video. Um, and I, I think that would be fine if everything seemed like kosher with like the way you connect. <laughs> you know, if it, if it feels like you're using like a recognized platform or a recognized way to do it, and everything doesn't feel too weird or off off the trail. You don't want people like suddenly turning into cats all the time or, you know, <laughs> like that obviously distracts people and like, so I think that there need to be some like 
boundaries or social boundaries or whether they're in the platform or whether in the way people behave. That's what I look forward to so that it's like, yeah, I'll pop on the headset for a while, then I'll pop off the headset. Um, Because social interactions are cool in VR, they can get tiring and everybody's a cartoon. So while it's really cool that you're, you feel like you're with somebody, then you, then you immediately lose all the, like, I'm looking at someone's face part of it. Right. Well, that's, I mean, a lot to think about uh, this kaleidoscope of, of different experiences and interactions sounds like it might break my brain a little, but definitely fascinating. Something to look forward to. Scott, thank you for your time. Check out all of our VR coverage and his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.